Welcome home. I'm so glad you hit play on my podcast, Home Ec Express, and I'm your host, Jamie Umthenauer, and this is episode 19, Planning for an Emergency. Nobody wants to think about an emergency or a a natural disaster actually happening, but it is one of the inevitables, especially if, you know, I live out in California, so there's always the threat of wildfire in the last few years. Uh, And so it's very wise, even though it can be unpleasant to talk about, to make sure that you have a plan in place uh, in case you have to evacuate either where you have notice or if it's spur of the moment. So there are many different kinds of emergencies besides just wildfires. Um, in our also in California, we could possibly have uh, brownouts or long-term power outages and big earthquakes. And I've actually gone through a couple very big earthquakes uh, that did develop a emergency situations. If you live in other parts of the country, you might have tornadoes, you may have floods, hurricanes, all of that different kind of stuff. And so you need to really understand your geographic location so that you can prepare for what I guess we could say is like common for your area to have to deal with. Uh, and some of the things that you want to make sure that you always know where they are, that you talk to your family and, and that you have things in order so that even though you're in a stressful situation, that you have a plan. And when you enact the plan that you've prepared for, that does alleviate a big chunk of your stress. And part of being an adult is knowing how to plan for emergencies and how to take care of yourself. So one of the things that you want to make sure that you do is have in your home somewhere a little stockpile of emergency food. Now, this could be a dehydrated food like MREs, um, like My Patriot Supply. They have really good um, dehydrated food that uh, I think it lasts 25 years. Uh, you can have canned goods, granola bars, things like that, where they're in a sealed box. So, you know, little friends can't get into them. Um, But you want to make sure that you also take a look at those and uh, check the expiration dates so that you do do a little rotation if you have things that are not quite like the uh, shelf life like MREs. Always have bottled water. Um, You want to make sure that um, that you always have access to bottled water. If you are into camping in the outdoor life, you might actually have one of those portable water filters. That's a really good idea. Very, very good idea for everybody to have. Um, some of the other things is definitely flashlights with working batteries. Uh, you want to have a battery operated radio that possibly has access to the National Weather Service on it as well, especially if you live in like a hurricane tornado area. Uh, You want to have a list of any important documents that need to go. And we'll talk about that in just a moment about what we do in our house. Um, If you have little kids, I think it's really important that you put in that box uh, their favorite, like a favorite toy or a stuffed animal that's a comfort item so that the children have something to 
make them feel like they're at home. Also, maybe little small games or activities that are easy to go in the box. Um, also have blankets, possibly a change of clothes, a pair of old glasses, um, things like that, that you can grab this box, whether you're stuck at home or if you have to go in an emergency or an evacuation type of situation. Communication is also really important. It's important that we talk to our whole family about the what ifs. What if we have an emergency and you're at home and I'm at work? What do we do? Where do we go? Where do we meet? And so if the phone lines go down, which in every earthquake, big earthquake I've been in, the phone lines go down, uh, cell towers will go down. However, texting is ran through a different system. So if the phone lines are overwhelmed or down, always use texting as your sec your other mode of communication. From there, plan ahead and always have like that central meeting point if there's an emergency and the family is in different places. Uh, it's, you know, if it could be like grandma's house, it could be um, the park down the road, you know, different things, but whatever makes sense for your situation so that the family members can get together and know that each other's safe. Or you have a person that's out of your area that is your check-in person. So if your aunt lives in another state and there's an emergency, everybody knows to contact the aunt because it's less likely that her phone lines are going to be um, in trouble. Uh, to get hold of her so that she is the hub of communication. Um, super, super important that you talk about this ahead of time because sometimes when people feel panicky, they will um, not be able to think clearly. <laughs> so it's super important that you have this in place. Another little tip is also if your car. You don't ever want your gasoline to run below a quarter tank. Um, you don't want to be driving on empty all the time. So just making a habit of having a full tank is always smart in case you have to get out of town fast. And especially in the case of like a wildfire or a hurricane. Um, but also you want to keep emergency supplies in your car. So it, like at home, you have your emergency kit. You have a first aid. I forgot to mention that earlier, but always have first aid available in your home. Um, but you want to have first aid kit in your car as well, whether it be that you're evacuating or you just come upon somebody that might just need help randomly. Um, you might want to consider also having a snack and water box in your car, um, blankets, especially if you live in a snowy area where you might get stuck, um, have a go kit in your trunk or under the bench in your truck so that you're prepared if you're out somewhere and you can't go home. Um, so that's super important to consider as well. The one other tip that I have for you in regards to evacuation and, and what to do is we have something at our house called a go box. And this kind of looks like one of those file boxes. And in that, my girls know exactly where it's at and what to do. And in that box are birth certificates, passports, um, very important legal documents that you need to make sure go with you, like insurance information, things like that. Uh, there are, gosh, different, I'm trying to think, I think there's an MRE in there as well. Um, but taped to the lid of the box is a list of items that if they have to grab that box and go, that they also need to take the dogs, medication, 
Um, in my case, because I do alterations, any pageant dresses, wedding gowns, anything for customers like that, that you don't want to lose, obviously, especially a wedding gown. That's like my worst nightmare. Those have to be evacuated along with people and dogs. Um, if you have firearms in your house, you want to make sure that you take those with you um, because ammunition can actually explode. We had um, a neighbor down the road who had a house fire and um, their, their safe ended up going off like fireworks because it had a lot of ammunition in it. So you want to make sure you take your firearm with you and the ammunition with you. Um, if you have um, certain documents that might be too much to put into your go box, but it needs to go with you, make sure that's on the list. Any medication for anybody in your family needs to go. Uh, anything that is pertinent that can't be packed and stored for a long period of time should be on the list on top of the go box. And always make sure that you bring dog food or cat food uh, for whatever your situation is. Now, if you have livestock of any kind, uh, you wanna load your trailer. If you don't have trailer or you need help loading livestock, check with the resources ahead of time in your area. We have something called HEAT and it's a horse emergency evacuation team and it's volunteers with trailers that will go out and start evacuating animals. Uh, in, in our case, it's because of wildfires, but um, you want to find out what your resources are ahead of time. So this is never a panic for you. Also in my town, what they have is a, a early, they have a siren system if there's a, a necessary evacuation. And they also have something, um, called Know Your Zone, where they have the city broken into zones for emergencies. And so if there's like child care centers or elderly care centers that everybody knows where they're at, everybody knows where to go in case of an emergency. And so find out through your fire department or your emergency services department what systems they have in place in case of an emergency. And so even though we don't like to talk about it, the more that you know ahead of time when life is boring and nothing is happening, the better chances that you will be less panicked, less stressed, and you'll know exactly what to do if for some reason you get that call or that knock on the door that it's time to go. Um, it's better to be overprepared than underprepared and communication with your entire family is key. If you would like more information about evacuations and um, checklists as far as um, you know what to pack, what to have in different scenarios, make sure that you go to ready.gov and they have great information on there as well. Um, you can also go to the Cal Fire website if you live in California to find out more about wildfire preparedness um, and make sure you keep your weeds cut too. That always helps. <laughs> so I hope that you learned a lot just in case, hopefully you'll never have to use this information uh, as far as actively having to leave your home. But if you do, that you feel empowered and uh, prepared in the case of an event that uh, we don't wish upon anybody, but it is a natural part of life. Uh, so make sure that you share this podcast with your friends and family and anyone you know that would benefit from the information. And make sure you go to our website, homeexpress.com. Follow us on Pinterest, Instagram, and Facebook. Talk to you next week.